There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. When? What are we waiting for? Take us! Welcome to the Tim Gaither Podcast, episode 76 or 77, depending on whenever I uh, upload this one. But uh, my guest today is, is a very funny Dustin Ibarra. Do I say your last name right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, pretty. that's how I say it. It's, it's actually Ibarra, like you're supposed to. I'm not, I don't even say it right, but you're supposed to really <laughs> roll your R's and like, Ibarra. <laughs> my temple is supposed to shoot out from under you when you say it. <laughs> Should I put these headphones on or now? Is it's up to you. If silly? you want them on, no. Um, I just wanted to look all professional now. Okay. Oh, you're welcome to okay, look professional. Cool. Um, yeah, it's weird to hear your own voice all magnified in your ears like that. But, yes. Uh, how long did it take you to get here? Was it a bitch? No, I live right up the street. I live like on Running Canyon. Oh, okay. I just woke up late, and then you called me and told me you were running late, and I'm like, ah, yes, it's a little <laughs> gift from God right there, man. <laughs> Yeah, I was running late. They first of all, I forgot my SD card and had to go back. And then, it's always funny when you forget something in Hollywood or coming to Hollywood. You're like, "Fuck, is it worth it?" And then I'm like, eh. <laughs> "Dude, yeah, I, I have to have the SD card." So I had to go back for it. And then on the way here, traffic just there, this cop got in front of me and started doing this little S pattern, you know? Oh, and I'm I hate like, when they do that. And I'm right behind him. I mean, it's like me and then all these people and. I felt like OJ or something. Like all these people. Oh, were behind like you were me. in the front? Yeah. Like, oh, see, that would be kind of nuts. Yeah. Right he yeah. starts doing the S thing, and I didn't know. I'm like, so I guess I fucking just go slow. So I'm like following him while he's doing this thing. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then he completely stops, and I can see my goddamn exit. I mean, I can see it. I'm like, fuck. Oh. <laughs> You're like, is this worth it? Is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, should I just pass this cop? Yeah. And exit? Should I just co- claim ignorance? Like, I'm from Kansas. I just know what you're doing. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> I feel like you might like be like, all right, you know. Yeah. I, I feel like we, I mean, you can get away with something like that. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I didn't, I wasn't hurting anyone. Oh, I, I thought that you were. Yeah. Oh, the lights mean to oh, slow. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought just go slow and take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Back in Kansas, they mean hurry up and exit. <laughs> Things are different here. I wish I still had my out of state out of state tags, <coughs> um, so it'd be easier to get away with that shit. But I never got. Well, actually, I've lived out here for ten years and never been pulled over. I think you just about have to have a dead body hanging out your in your trunk for someone to pull you over in this town. Um, I've been pulled over twice. Yeah. But just, and I've been here a bit, I've been here like seven years, and it's like uh, registration's what they got me for, man. Oh, really? Yeah, and like I had my Texas plates the whole time, and finally I get California plates, you know, where people know mm-hmm. expirations, when <laughs> they have that little sticker on there, and bam, I get pulled over. Yeah. I had my Kansas tags for the first three years I was out here. I had 2009 tags, and I finally in 2000, awesome. 2012 or something. That's so such I, a thing, like, out-of-towners we do. We're like, I'm keeping my shit, yeah. all right? And I completely beat the system because I didn't pay for it for years. I just mm-hmm. drove around without us with expired tags. And then when I finally got them, they didn't say, Kansas didn't say shit, so... I saved like twelve to fifteen hundred dollars, nice. you know. So the first time <laughs> yeah. I got screwed on my tags here, I'm like, 
I'm still ahead of you fuckers by 1200 bucks. Oh, know? that's awesome. Still beating <laughs> California. Yeah. I'm surprised in this day and age that they didn't have like some way of knowing, like, oh, this guy hasn't paid his tags in three years in Kansas. Yeah, don't you guys have some database or something? Like computers, yeah, you AI? Would, you would think so. Now, now whenever, anytime, I, we just went to uh, this church baby shower, and... Those are the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. All these old, older ladies were uh, super nice and... Uh, but now I'm really self-conscious because this lady was like, oh, I listened to your podcast, and I realized you, you, I always wanted to, you to do a show for the church, and I listened to your podcast, and yeah, you probably wouldn't be the best. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Entertainment, you know, because you don't realize how many times you say fuck until you realize, like, some lady from your church yes, is listening dude, to Yes, dude, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I, Dude, I say, this is crazy, but, like, I... I'll let the F-bomb drop around my mom sometimes, man. Like, and it's like, this is something. I don't know if it's just being around comedy and being away from home, like, from New York, L.A. and stuff, but, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you just say in casual, like, hey, so I, yeah, I was like, fucking, what do I do? <laughs> and yeah. I got to be quick about it. Like, yeah. What I did use, you say? Ah, nothing. I use fuck like and and the, and I don't realize how much I say it until I'm around somebody who I'm not supposed to be cussing around or... Until uh, like a booker or something says no f bombs, which is one of my most it, it annoys the shit out of me when someone says no f bombs. I'm like, oh, have they never heard the word fuck? Like, God, they'll, yeah, they'll we still got to okay. say bomb afterwards. It's that <laughs> devastating. That it's like the f bomb. Yeah, like something will be destroyed. And it's such a great word. Like, have you seen it's that? Great. Show? Have you seen that show, The Ranch, on Netflix? No. It's basic. It's Ashton Kutcher and Sam Elliott and. Uh, some is other it, dude. Is it fuck town over there? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a great show, and part of the reason it's so funny is because they say fuck. It's like a sitcom, but it's like a cable sitcom where there's like a oh, laugh track yeah. and everything. So every time Sam Elliott says like, what the fuck are you wearing or something like that, it's yeah. hilarious. You know, and yeah. if he just said, what are you wearing? That's, that's funny. tough. That's what what's the tough, fuck man. are you wearing is hilarious. That is funny, dude. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's what's tough about comedy, though, is it's like, I'll have certain, you ever have like certain bits that you know of, you're like, okay, I know if I say fuck right here, it does so much better yeah. than if I say anything else, yeah. you know? And, it, and you, you try to explain, because you'll have someone tell you like, man, don't use fuck, it makes you look unintelligent on stage. People always say that, right? Really? Yeah, you look you look, uh, you look look dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't have a vocabulary. It's like, who's judging me like that? Like, yeah. who judges my vocabulary anymore, but. But it's like, uh, yeah, it's, I'll, I'll say it. And like, I, someone told me one time that it's like one of those things you can't use too much in the set, but like just enough. Cause you know how you go fucking fuck, fuck, fuck. Right. But if you like lay it down in certain spots, it gets really big. Jason, <laughs> Jason Dixon told me, he said cussing, especially using, especially saying fuck is like your material is like your steak and uh, cuss, cussing is like your seasoning, you know, like a little bit of seasoning. Oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. Too much seasoning, you know, you can't, yeah. <laughs> you can't eat it. So it's the same thing. Like if you see somebody, especially if they're inexperienced and they used, they, they're saying fuck like because they're nervous. Yeah. Then it takes the, the power away from it. But if you're like strategic about your fucks or you, <laughs> strategic <laughs> about your fucks, <laughs> then you know, we be... should have been strategic about their fucks. Bill Cosby. He was not strategic. He's going to jail. He deserves to. Did they sentence his ass yet? Yeah, they sentenced him. Or it's no, I don't know. Listen, I don't know how the whole process works, right. uh, but 
I think he's he's gonna get like three to nine, three to ten years or something. That's it. So yeah, you would think he would get more than that. What's he convicted of? Uh, I, I don't I know mean, what the term. Probably like sexual uh, something or another. Right, but I mean, I meant like how many women? Do you know? Oh no, because a lot of it, the statute of limitations is up on which. It, our system is fucked up for a variety of reasons. We get into all of it, but the fact that there's a statute of limitations on rape is kind of crazy. Doesn't yeah. it seem like that should be like amended or whatever they got to do? Makes to, you think every yeah, <laughs> like, like every I rape. raped her, but that was ten years ago. The guy's changed. Yeah, and, then he's know. going up to his calendar. The rapist, like, well, all right, we got two more years, then we're yeah, then I'm rape. home free. Yeah. I mean, then I can tell people. Then I can put it on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is dangerous, man. I'm drinking a Starbucks. I'm wearing a white shirt. Yeah. Are you bad about spilling shit Dude, on yourself? so bad. And I'm bad because, like, my girlfriend gets on to me because, like, I'll spill some on my shirt. And you know how you're supposed to put, like, the uh, stain remover? Like, immediately? OxyClean right after. Yeah, I'm supposed to do that, but, like, I don't. <laughs> and I'll put it in the washer, and then now it's permanent. Now it's just stained for the rest of my life. Yeah. Do you, uh, you seem like one of those people that, you know, being uh, being likable in in stand up comedy is like so important, and uh, you've always had that. Like I remember when you very first started. Like that's funny, dude. I always feel like everyone hates me. That's so really? weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, so dude. funny, man. Anybody, you're one of those people that if someone's like, ah, oh, Dustin's a bar, it bars a dick. It's like, well, you're probably an asshole. Then <laughs> that's funny, man. <laughs> no, you've always have you have you. Were you always, like, right from the start? You probably got laughs right from the start, didn't you? Um, uh, yes, but no. Like, my first, I would say it, it took me about a year to get it. Yeah. As in, like, just kind of, like, stand-up as in, like, kind of like, oh, okay, that's, but, yeah. Excuse I, me. I bombed a good, good amount. Yeah. Still do. Yeah. <laughs> do you really? Do you still have bad sets? I've never seen you have a bad Let me set. Let I've had, it, yeah, but it'll be, like, in one of the, like, where did I have my last... My last bad set was the Dime Bar. And that okay. was me. I've never done that. Yeah, there was like a smaller crowd there, and I was kind of like... I, like, the person before me really tried. Like, you ever have someone before you try at a place that's like a bar, and you're just like, God damn. I gotta like do stuff today, man. I gotta actually like act like I want to be here. You mean he tried and did well? Yes, they okay. tried, did well, and it was just one of those like, oh, I don't want to. So then I went up and I did mine. Yeah. And then I, some lady in the audience said something like, I said one of my jokes, and she was like, you aren't funny. And I was like, Ooh. dude, I know. And I'm like, man, I've been doing this too. And then you have that little existential thing in your mind where you're like, man, I've been doing this for a long time. I don't need this shit. Yeah. Hey, you know what, lady? I just got off a canceled show, okay? <laughs> Can't talk to me like that. It's funny for eight episodes. <laughs> Which show was that? Kevin Probably Saves the World. Okay. Got canceled. That's too bad. But it happens. Every time it gets a little bit better. First time, the pilot, you know, doesn't get go. I mean, you do like seven episodes, they don't go. And this was the first thing I did that actually went, so that was cool. Yeah, that's great, man. You've done some good stuff out here. The first time I saw you on TV was Californication. I was watching that with my girlfriend at the time, and I was like, hey! Fucking, that's my buddy Dustin Ibarra. That's, <laughs> that's a awesome. blast, man. Yeah, I bet you did a great job. On that's it. still like that's one of the things I get recognized for most, man. Like Californication, dude. Yeah, you can tell what like being on a hit show is so different than like 
you can just feel it, you know, like wow, that little part on there, yeah, got me a lot of more eyes, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. You were you were great on it. I loved that show. I don't think I've seen every episode either, so I need to go back and watch that shit. That was a blast. Uh, what are you doing nowadays? Um, what am I doing now? I'm auditioning. Just yeah. uh, auditioning, doing like random like movie parts here and there and stuff. Yeah. Um, doing the road still. I I haven't. Had to cancel a bunch of stuff because I was working, but going to like Arizona and Edmonton. What are you doing in Arizona? Um, the Rick Bronson Zoom. Okay, never done that. I'm doing uh, Stir Crazy in uh, Glendale, Arizona, which is basically Phoenix and all that shit. It's all kind of the same area. There's a lot of clubs in that area, dude. I was gonna say everyone like like has their own like club allegiance. Yeah, is in that uh, area like it's it's one of my favorite places to do comedy is Arizona for some reason. They're just they're not all like politically correct about shit. They just yeah. they're like fuck everyone, man. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Ohio seems to be that way too. That's one of my favorite states. I'm um, going to St. Louis Funny Bone this week. This week, you ever been there? Never been to the St. Louis, no. Dude, it's one of the... I haven't been there in like 10 years, but back in the day, it was one of my favorite rooms to work, so I'm looking forward to that. It was one of the first rooms where uh, I would drive from Kansas City when I was starting out to St. Louis four hours to do the open mic at the St. Louis Funny Bone, just because I knew it was important to be funny in different places, you know? Yeah. So I would drive four hours... Eight hours round trip to do five minutes on a different That's open great. Mic. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, which I feel like a lot of people aren't willing to do that kind of shit these days. Dude, I wonder that because I'm like, you know how, but then I wonder because we're also seeing like L.A. comedy where it's like, they you know, they don't have to drive too far to get yeah. like stage time. But I like in Dallas, we would always drive to Austin or like San Antonio. Where was your first uh, show at? My first stand-up show? Yeah. It was this, uh, it was this. Open mic, this uh, little coffee shop in Arlington. Okay. So you started in Arlington, Texas. Mm-hmm. Is, did you start at the Hyenas there? Because yeah. that's where I met you. Yeah. I think you did a guest spot on one of my shows or something. I did, You yeah. were just starting out, and I was just, that was one of those rooms I was I was headlining, but I wasn't a real headliner yet. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I yeah. had like 25, 30 minutes that I would stretch into 45. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. By yeah. like doing shots on stage, and, you know. <laughs> That's that is dude for me. That is probably the most terrifying uh, thing is being on stage and not having the time to cover what you need to cover. Yeah, but yeah. it's but, and so you just gotta like <laughs> just do that BS. Hey, what's up? Yeah. So you guys, uh, there any birthdays in the house? You yeah. do all that. Man. Yeah, yeah. I used to uh, I used to put a little X on my set list where I thought I could talk to the crowd. <laughs> you know, I would sandwich yeah. it in between two yes. solid bits and be like, "All right, I'll just talk here for a minute, and if that's going south, I've that's got this that's strategic. I've that's got this awesome. solid bit." But it is a scary feeling when you're up there and you realize, like, oh, "Fuck, I've, I've nor- I'm normally at 27 minutes right now, and I'm at, I'm at 20." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing all this math in your head, and you're like thinking, yes, thinking the math too far in the ahead. Head. Yes, or if it's not going well, I'll think too far ahead, and I'll be like, ah, well, you know, or or if it is going well, I'll be thinking about like a new bit in my head that I'm gonna do, and then I'll realize like, oh, you just fucked up the bit you're on. Yeah, you know? you're not like, even being in the moment, man. Yeah, you have to concentrate. <laughs> this business is so it, weird. It's so mental. Like Sunday night, I was here at the comedy store, and I had one of those sets where. And this gets this is rare the longer you do this, but the whole next day, 
I like felt good about myself. I was like, yeah, those new, yeah. all that new stuff went really well, and I was really like in the moment, and I just felt good about being a comedian in general. And then last night I came in here and like the. I had a decent spot in the lineup and everything, but the like room was turning over as I was going up, and and it turned out that four of the same people from Sunday were in the Monday show in the front row. So oh, now, so, oh, yeah. so now I'm all in my own head about like, yeah, I'm doing yes. new stuff, but to them, they're just like, oh, he did this last night, and I'm like, bitch, you don't know. This is the third time I've done this. You just, <laughs> 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 yeah. just happen to have been here for two of the three times and sitting in the exact same spot. It was like Groundhog Day. I went up there Dear. and I was like. Fuck, weren't you guys in the same spot last night? Like, yeah, you know. that sucks. Whenever someone from the show is like, unlike the Thursday show, they're like, I'm gonna bring my friends out this week. And I'm like, okay, but you don't come. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't need you coming was, back. Yeah, and judging my material again. Yeah. Not writing, well, you think I'm Chris Rock? I can't spit out <laughs> material this quick, please. You probably could, though. I feel like, I feel like you're one of those people that, um, can just talk about your day and it's just funny because no. you're genuinely <laughs> a funny person. But yeah, that we we all have those days where we think we can go up and just like riff for ten minutes and there's always an uh, unknown factor, you know. Someone yeah. could go in before you who's like, oh hey, uh, someone's gonna do a guest spot. Uh, you know, Chris Red's gonna uh, do it. I'm like, oh man, yeah, he's, he's really good. You know, whatever. He's like a really good person. Yeah. Um, who did I have to follow the other night? Uh, it was on Sunday. I had to follow Eric Myers, who he's a killer. If, yeah. if you follow him in the wrong situation, like I had to follow him at, in uh, Columbia a few years ago at Deja Vu, and it's like mainly a college crowd. And I did okay, but that first few minutes was like, you know, he's yeah. like a fucking crackhead up there for twenty minutes. Dude. And he got that voice, and yes. he's so just like his own character. And then I go up there like the most laid back dude in the fucking room, and yeah, and. But you just have to do what you do the way you do it, and they'll get on board with what you do. And on Sunday, That's they true. did. I just rode what he did. Um, but sometimes, like last night, I went up, and they just... I mean, it did fine, but compared to Sunday, I was just like, no, god damn it, I should have stayed home and stayed in fucking bed. Just stayed home and jacked off. That's what I say every day. <laughs> should have just <laughs> stayed home and rubbed one out. That's your just mantra in life. satisfaction. <laughs> Dude, so, I, f- I feel what you're saying. For me, man, I've been doing stand-up since I was, like, 17. Yeah? And, and like, you're how old now? Uh, 32. Okay. And I really, like, what I've noticed about me lately is, like, because sometimes I'll be like, man, I just need to take a break from stand-up. I'm getting a little too, like, wound up, you know? Yeah. And I'll realize, man, stand-up is, like, for me, it's, like, a psychological, like, it helps me, man. It's oh, like, yeah. Just not a lot of people... You talk to people who, like, suffer from depression or something, you know? And you're like, man, I wonder if your life, if you would be any less depressed, if you, like, got a big applause. Every now and again. Yeah. And, like, if you were just in a room full of people laughing, you know? Because yeah. for me, man, that, like, I, I feel it the next day. And I'll hold on to it. <laughs> like, if I, if I do good on Saturday, I'll still feel it on Tuesday, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'll try not to like. I'll even try not to go off if I know it's like, oh, this is gonna take away from my uh, yeah. happiness, right? Yeah, now. I can definitely feel it when uh, you know I'm getting ready. My my kid is gonna be born November eighth. Well, that's the due date, so I'm gonna take like ten weeks off the road, and it's, awesome. it's gonna be well. It's gonna be hard for me, like mentally, yeah, like yeah. like I'll do a lot of spots in Hollywood, and I'm gonna take an acting class, and it'll be good for my career in that way. Like I need to spend more time around here. 
But if I don't get to do 45 minutes like 10 times a month, I start to go a little fucking nuts. You know? Like 45 minutes to an hour is what I like to do. I don't like to do, okay, do seven. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do for seven minutes? You know, like at the Comedy Magic Club, like I don't mind those short sets because, you know, the crowds are usually so good, but... They are so good out there. I've been wondering yeah. if I've been getting spoiled lately, too. I've been, like, you ever, like, look at... I've been going up lately. It's a really good, like, uh, crowd places. Like, the Ice House Comedy Magic. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I need to take a trip to, like, <laughs> somewhere that's where I can do a nice little bomb. Why don't you do more spots here? You would do great here. I don't go... Why don't, yeah, why don't I do more spots here? I don't know, man. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you should definitely... Um, no, I it, asked Adam one time. I was like, because I've known Adam since whenever I, uh, Tempe was the first place that I headlined, like on the road. Yeah. And he was like working there at the time. And um, so I've known him since back in the day and we're talking. Like I asked him the other day, I'm like, man, is there anything? Like, should I even attempt to get in here? And there's just a lot of, I mean, this is one of those places. There are a lot of famous people. There's a lot of spots are filled, bro. Yeah. You know? But you're one of the funniest guys in the city, easily. That's that's a fact, yeah, but no. <laughs> no. No, I shouldn't do that, but no, and it's dude, it is You are, those... man. You're you're a fucking killer. Every time I see you, you destroy. Thanks, no matter, man. No matter These, where I've no seen one you do it. likes me out here, bro. Like comedy store, I've tried to get into this place, dude. I can't really? like Yeah. But to me, you just seem like the fucking perfect guy that should be on that stage in there. One the day, original. I've got it. It'll happen. Well, every time, dude, you I'll, probably I'll haven't focused here. on it that much. Well, when I first moved out, I did, and I got like shunned. So I was just like, man, screw this. I'm just gonna. And then I would just go to the ha because I'm like, okay, I can work on my material at this other club, and over at this club, I'm just gonna end up hanging out, probably getting drunk, maybe embarrassing myself or some <laughs> shit, you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Do you drink much anymore? Um, not as much, but sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've definitely uh, cut back, but, you know, every now and then I'll have a dusty night of shenanigans. Yeah. So you started out in a very, uh, the area you started out in, and the people that you came ar- came up with, like Randy Butler and Butch Lord and Jim Butler and <laughs> yeah. all that. I mean, those are some characters, man. Dude, and Dallas comedy. Yeah. That, Dallas is, is tight, man. I was just there... I was I did the Plano Club, and a lot of the open mic. I went to the open mic on Friday or Saturday after all the shows, and mm-hmm. not only was it a good open mic, but I was just impressed with the. Uh, I was impressed with the attitude of all the comics the, of the, the the comics I met around there. That like they didn't. They were the guys that I met anyway. Um, were all about. Uh, learning how to do it and getting better at stand up, you know, rather yeah. than all these people who put the cart before the horse, so to speak, these days. Um, That's it. Dallas was, our, dude, I remember it was, it was always very like that, as in uh, very stand-up, very, uh, uh, you would know if you were doing something hack or something pretty yeah. quick. It wasn't one of those places where they would just let someone uh, run away. You know how you have some scenes where they're like, there'll be a comic that just goes off and, you know, they're doing hacky stuff right. and, like doing other people's jokes and just let it happen. Dallas was very like, no, 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 They'll no. call you on it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was one of those towns. Yeah, when I was in uh, Kansas City, it was a similar situation. And you have to have those uh, veterans around who, like, can point that shit out and tell them what they need to do. Like, hey, move the mic stand and, you know, don't hold the mic cord and all that kind of shit, you know? Yeah. Like, like there needs to... Every club 
every scene, even though I hate that term, comedy scene. Because when I first moved out here, this guy was a dick to me, and he was like, you haven't been on the scene very long, have you? The, God, L- the L.A. Bro, scene. L- that's what makes me, like, L.A., dude. Like, I don't... That's the thing. You'll be out there doing stand-up for a bit, and then you'll come out here, and some, like, open micer will tell you, like, uh... Yeah, I might have a spot for you uh, <laughs> next. Like it's yeah. like, bro, come on, man, please. Yeah, I don't want to do your bullshit. Uh, yeah, I've that I've... happened to me, dude. I was in San Jose last week, man. I was filming a movie up there, pretty big movie, and I was like, I hit up my buddy. I was like, hey, man, can I do a, You know anyone in uh, town that I can like go up and do this? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, let me hit up my buddy. So I went up there, went up to the dude. And I'm like, hey, man, and I'm in town. Is it cool if I go up? And he's like. I might have uh, room at the end. And, like, this is one of those places. This was a straight-up open mic. No one was there. I was bored. I had nothing to do. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do this. Right. And this fool was like, nah, man, we might not have time. And it's like, okay, you're, like, such a gatekeeper right now. Like, you have this little back room in a bar, and you're, like, giving me shit. But then... Later, my buddy texted and was like, hey, uh, he's been in a couple of things. He's like, hey, you were on Comedy Central? I had no idea, man. Yeah. I'm like, shit, dude, that's my worst credit. <laughs> Put me up on this, bitch. Yeah, that's where you, you know, you you, you don't want to, you know, it, it's it's not in us to be like dicks about it like that, but like. No, you can't. But, and that's what's, you can't. You, but there's, there are some situations where you want to be a dick. You're just like, yes. hey, I'm headlining the room here in town that you can't get into. <laughs> yeah. Can I just do five on your stupid show and not have to wait all night like a schmuck? Yeah, don't let me think about how my career isn't doing good. Like, this dude doesn't even know me. Like, it's like, and like, yeah, dude, it's like upsetting. Yeah, it's a it's a frustrating fucking business, you know. It, it's but it's ego. That's what I've noticed. That's one thing I've noticed. Like with me, it's my ego. If I like show my ego out, then I won't be freaked yeah. out about some dude not let me on this shitty open mic. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've all got uh, you know. You have to have somewhat of an an ego, I guess, to do this at all. You know, like yeah. some some guy last night was out here. I just finally had to walk away. He was asking such stupid questions, but he's like, so do comedians think they're funny? And I'm like, well, yeah, dumbass, at least to an extent. (laughs) 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 We think we're funny. Like, the good ones, we're pretty hard on ourselves, but yeah, yeah, we think we're funny, you dumb fuck. You have to... Like, like, no, I'm really bad at this. I mean, there are a lot of people who suck at stand-up. Some people that even do it for a living who suck, um, but they've figured out their little hacky... 30 or 45, and they, yeah. you know, whatever. I don't, I don't mind those dudes. Because then I'm like, all right, who, who are they taking spots from? They're not really. They, and, and they're great to follow. You're like, well, shit, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. like that. <laughs> I don't have a guitar, but maybe. Uh... <laughs> Do you enjoy uh, acting or stand-up more? Um, I love acting, dude. Yeah. And I love stand-up. They're both great for different reasons. Yeah. Stand-up is one of those things that just makes you feel like a badass. You know? Yeah. Like, you know how just killing, you can't get it. That's just a feeling that you can't, like... Yeah. I don't know what the duplication of that is. Like, what the... uh, Cocaine. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, you know? But uh, acting, though, is one of those things where you just get treated better on... uh, People are nicer to you. People will give you more respect. Yeah. Um, And then it depends on, I guess, the acting situation. Like, acting... 
you know, if you're working background, you're not going to get respect. But I've been lucky where I've been on, like, shows and stuff. Yeah. And it's just nice, you know? It's nice. And, like, people are just nice to you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Barra, can I get you some? I'm like, yeah, you can get me some, uh, whatever. Yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> then, you go, then you go to the ha-ha that night or something, and they're like, hey, what? <laughs> you didn't pay your tab last time. I'm charging you double. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah, it's very up and down business. A few years ago, it was the first time I headlined uh, the Tropicana Laugh Factory in Vegas, and it was a great week, and I made a bunch of money and sold all this merchandise and just had a great time. And, like, three days later, I was sleeping in my friend's 15-year-old son's bed. <laughs> like, 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 so like SpongeBob SquarePants sheets. Bro, and, uh, I don't know. Is that, like, a comic <laughs> thing that we have friends with kids? Because I've spent the night in, like, like a little kid's rooms where it's like, yeah. oh, just stay in, uh, <laughs> like, Billy's room, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, it, it, the kid's, like, 15, too. I'm like, I wonder how many loads I'm sleeping in oh. right now. <laughs> Oh, 15 Oh, I hope the church ladies are listening to this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So so it's a, uh, it's okay. They know know what they're getting into. Um, uh, What the hell was I saying? Looking at my face on this. I'm like, should I grow my beard back? It, it isn't it. I think it looks good, but don't you? Uh, it is weird when I when I shave and I wake up in the morning. I forgot I shaved. I like go in the bed in the bathroom. I'm like, ah, oh, who's that fucking guy? Like, you know. <laughs> yes. And in the right light, you're like, ah, this looks good. And then in the wrong light, you're like, ah, what the fuck did I do oh, to myself? That is so true, man. Yeah. I never know what hotel mi- mirror to trust. Like some mirrors, you're like, ah, oh, I look pretty good. Yeah, this is a good one. And then if you look in the wrong mirror, like right before you leave, you're like, ah, fuck, I gotta go look in that other mirror again. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one that shows up after I like take a couple of shots. Yeah, <laughs> that's the mirror that I like. Like that's like, what oh, I look right, like. I look good right that, now. That's what I really look like. Um, what the hell was I gonna ask you? My favorite thing probably about stand up. I was gonna say this a minute ago is that I am one of those people that people like to talk over. Like you've been a great guest because you you know we just it's been a back and forth thing. But some people, like, get impatient with me or something, and they just talk over me, or they'll ask me a question, and they won't let me answer it. And on stage, I'm like, this is my time. You know, like, I have a microphone. You have to listen to me. You know, like, you're not going to miss the little shit that I say that's funny that I want you to hear. Like, not going to bombard me. Yeah, that's why I hate shows where someone interrupts or sometimes some people can cough at the wrong time, and it can fuck up a joke, you know, especially for me because I'm kind of quiet and all that, you know. Like, they need to hear everything. Are Sometimes, you more of a uh, acknowledge or just go past? Like, it, acknowledge or just... It depends on the situation. Like, if there's somebody off to my right and they're talking and it's loud enough that it's disruptive, but I'm halfway through a joke that I don't want them to get... Because, you know, you can't go back. No. It just, it's not the same. So sometimes I'll just talk louder and faster, you know? And, like, Try to drown the them joke. out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I'll try to finish the joke, and then I'll be like, hey, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Because um, I'll feel that, too, whenever someone's, like, getting a little nuts, and it's like... And you can... It's that weird level of, like... Because you got... It's, it's like one of those books where you pick your choices, and it'll lead to a different <laughs> route. Like, okay, if you mess with this heckler then you will uh you could get a you could get some laughs it'll it'll maybe get like a few minutes of uh of time taken off but yeah. then it could also kill the momentum of the set and now you won't be able to get back into where you were right but yeah. then if you don't 
acknowledge them and people that think you're a bitch. Like, is the audience like, why is he dealing with that guy, man? Yeah, why doesn't he tell this guy to shut the fuck up? Or, yeah, just or, tell him. or the worst kind of heckler is someone who's not really heckling. They're just like commenting after everything you say. Nice guy heckle. Yes, yeah. It's like your uncle heck, or you're like a, a family member, and you you don't want to like give them the full like shut the fuck up, man. Right. You just, they're not trying to do you harm. Yeah. <laughs> they're not coming with any evil intention, but it's they don't like realize. Messing up the show. Yeah. When they have comment or a, a, you, they answer, you know, um, what's a question that you want you don't want to answer for? What the hell do they call that? The rhetorical. Rhetorical. Thank rhetorical. You. Yeah. I People love to answer. That's why I hate. You make me feel smart on this podcast. <laughs> 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 I believe it's rhetorical, Tim. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's why I hate following uh, comedians who talk to the crowd a lot or do like a question answer kind of a thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, because then they go up in every rhetorical question they want to answer or have a comment or that happened to me or that is true and shit like that. And you're just like, yes. please, tap you know, the person, you should tell him about that. Uh, yeah, you should. This, you should put this in your in your <laughs> in your skit. I'm like, oh Christ, oh, no. <laughs> Dude, you just got me thinking of another. Another memory, Tim Gaither. Dude, do you remember like the Houston Improv? Yeah, that's where that's where I met. Was that where I met? No, I didn't meet you there. No, we had already known each other because you were working with Pablo. I thought I was featuring, and I showed up, and they had me MC because you were featuring. Is that what happened? Was that? I didn't even remember I was on the show. Yeah, I I, me and Nick went down, but I thought we were just going to just hang out with Pablo or something. Just like uh, okay, you featured though, right? I can't remember. But I remember uh, we crashed at the same place. So I remember that was like, cool. That was a very comic, like. We did? Yeah, I remember we crashed at the same hotel, man. In the same room? A pretty pot. Yeah, me, you, and Nick. God, I used to drink a lot back then. I don't remember. That was, yeah, I remember when we did. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's the memory? Um, Nothing. We all just hung out and. Uh, just that. I was like, I think it was one of those, like, dude, just crash here, man. Like one of those things. Okay. All around, and you. Probably slept on the floor or something like. Isn't that when they had on us that at, like, shitty couch? It was a good hotel. I remember that. Yeah, they used to keep us in this place called like the Hotel Derek or something like that. Dude, I remember it was good. And that's when Jeff Sewell came in and was like, "Yeah, what? I, is what? Jeff like this? Is Jeff Sewell? Like, hey, hey, la la kiki, la la kiki. Hey, let's do a little quack and quack." Man, that guy's a different breed of cat. <laughs> I mean, true. you'll just hear him walking around, and uh, this guy, he's kind of like. Joe Pesci like, you know, like he's yes. about the same size as Joe Pesci and he's very like uh frenetic, you know, like he has all this energy and shit. He's always chomping on gum. He'll smoke and then he'll oh, chew yeah, gum. Yeah. He, go, he says Looks this like thing. he's been burned a few times. <laughs> like by fire, not burned like he actually looks like like fire hit his face. A few yeah, yeah. He's very uh he, he has this thing, he'll say la la kiki all the time and he'll call you peaches. <laughs> And and you'll just hear him. He'll he'll be walking by, and you'll just hear him under his breath go la la kiki peaches, you know. And Dude, you're just like, Why I remember. Are you? I thought that was my nickname. I, I thought that was like what he just called me. Yeah. Then I heard him, and he just says that to everyone. Hey, la la kiki peaches. Hey, yeah. Hey, we're gonna go to a strip club. Come on, peaches. Uh, yeah. <laughs> la, la la kiki. You know, he just he like says it under his breath. He's uh. He's a character. I haven't seen him forever. Have you seen him in a while? 
No, he's probably dead. Is no, he's just kidding. Is, <laughs> I shouldn't say. There's a is few he, in, da- is he few... in Addison still? Probably. Um, last time I heard, he was. Uh, yeah, I think he runs the uh, Houston Addison um, Arlington trifecta or something. So Houston is still there. The improv. I believe or so. the improv isn't still okay. Yeah, anyway, he was a different breed of cat, and I used to date a girl in Texas, and he used to give me spots down there all the time. Um, but he's also the one I that kind of... I remember of, that when you were dating that girl in Texas. Yeah, he's also the one that kind of uh, um, figured out, like, you know what? If we don't put the feature act up, we'll save, like, $20,000 a year. Oh, yeah. And now a lot of clubs are doing that. And I get it from a financial standpoint, but I'm like, you know... That's where comics get really good is featuring, you know? That's yeah. when you, like, learn how to do, like, 25, 30, and you get a really solid, like, yeah. core, you know? And now a lot of clubs are taking that away to save some money. And, like I said, I get it, but... Well, it's like local dudes, though, that they'll put up. But yeah. It, and it's like, so it'll help someone, but it's just, like, not... I don't know. Or sometimes they'll have... A lot of clubs will have, like, instead of having a feature, they'll have, like, three guest spots. You know, <laughs> that's bullshit. I hate <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. I hate of that. when they do that. It's like it feels like, like you're headlining on. an open mic or something. It does, and it's like, yeah. all right, just so am I gonna get the feature pay? Yeah, like since no one's featuring. I'm yeah, like, yeah, lop that on, stick that onto the onto my check at the yeah. end of the week if there's no fucking real feature act. But God, club owners. I remember it. the stingiest club owner thing that happened to me was one time I was at. A, this is in the beginning, man. Remember the Shreveport. In a Shreveport Funny Bone. Yeah, I remember that room. Yeah, dude, that was back got, in the day. I got wasted in that. Game. Everybody got wasted in that club, dude. That was one of the like. Yeah. Dude, that was insane, man. Yeah. Um, but Shreveport was. I remember I went out there with Chris Shaw, man. I remember Chris Shaw. Yeah, dude. And I, I got, I went to the club owner at the end of the week. He gave me like four hundred bucks, and I'm like, hey, man, um, I think you were supposed to give me like five hundred. He's like, huh, well, you can't blame me for trying. Really? Yeah, dude. Uh, so he he legitimately he le- knew. Yeah, no, he knew. He was just like, like Seeing what me. he could get away with. Yeah, totally. Well, I wonder how many times he's done that and no one said shit. Because a lot of comics just flat out will not stick up for themselves. And they're like, yeah, he only gave me 200 Oh, like, yeah. I'm well, go get your money, did, dude. Actually, yeah. You know? But, uh, yeah, they, they know that, uh, especially starting out, like, uh, we can... This guy will do this for 50 bucks if that's what we want him to do yeah. it for. There's no union or no one you can go to and be like, this guy's trying to screw me. He'll be like, hey, there's 10 guys behind you that'll <laughs> do it for even less than what I tried to fuck yeah. you on. So, Dude, I'm in Shreveport, dude. I would love to go back there. That's was You know those like first little Did clubs? it close? It closed, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. But what were you going to say? Those first clubs that you go to that you just feel like it's like a – for me, it was because I remember I was like, I was like a coming of age tale, dude. I remember like just going on the road with like such an adventure, Shreveport, you know? Yeah. People are drinking hot chicks. Yeah. I remember the hottest chicks were in Shreveport. Yeah, Louisiana. Like uh, to this day, the hottest chicks I've ever seen. Like just yeah. everywhere. It was crazy. Yeah, I, I used to work at the Baton Rouge Funny Bone, which I don't know if that's still open either. But um, they, yeah, they had some beautiful women in Louisiana. And uh, th- that was one of those clubs where. I headlined, and I had, like, you know, I had the time, but the crowd was not with me at all, so my 45 minutes got, even with crowd work, was, like, barely 45. Like, it was just rough. Like, they were just, like, I remember the guy that 
he wanted me to do an hour and 15. Oh my God. So I went, <laughs> I, so I went like 25 minutes short, you know, and it was one of the few shows uh, in my, one yeah. of the few shows in my life where, uh, the guy came up and he like looked at his watch and looked at me and I'm just like, well, sorry, fucker. You know, like I can't, <laughs> you know, like it was one of the yeah. few times I've ever gotten off stage before I was supposed to. And I remember there was this, you know, there are just nights where you're like, fuck, I just don't have it or like I remember saying something like you guys are sure staring at me a lot and this guy towards the front he goes like I wonder why you know and I was just like man very conscious of like I am eating shit (laughs) and I'm about to go 20 minutes short (laughs) you know I've Uh, done that when I'm drunk I've had a couple of those sets not a lot where you went short where I've done awful oh yeah okay short just because it's like you don't it was drunk so bad fucking going on yeah that's the worst, man. I, that's my biggest... I have nightmares about that shit, is being on stage drunk. Well, and the next night, I had, like, one of the... I had, at the time, one of the greatest shows of my career. But the night that... That night before... Night dude, like, everyone was staring at me. And, uh... That's... Doesn't that... Isn't that weird? Like, audiences, you just want to be like, talk to them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why weren't you here last night? You know? Like, yeah. these motherfuckers... Um, I had some great times in Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge Louisiana. Uh, what, what were you talking about? I'm sorry. I got off... Us off on it. Mark Ryan lives up in Baton Rouge. Oh, he does. Yeah, I, he. Um, you know, he's my first roommate when I moved out here. Are you serious? Yeah, in Valencia, wow, Valencia, California. Yes, man, that place. I so love. He that doesn't place. live there anymore. No, no, got divorced. He lives in like, uh, yeah, he lives in Baton, Baton Rouge. I want. That's yeah, where, yeah, that's like his home hometown, right? Yeah, yeah. He's from Slidell or something like that. Yes. Yeah, the first time I did Baton Rouge, I drove 15 hours to get there. And Chris Porter had this, uh, um, he told me, I, I feel like I've told this story a couple weeks ago, but Chris Porter told me, he was like, yeah, leave at midnight, and that way at 6 a.m., it's like a whole new day, and you just feel energized. And I was like, <laughs> at the time, it made sense to me. Yeah. And I left at 6 a.m. and almost killed myself, almost got, or I left at 12 at midnight and almost killed myself, like, going through a cornfield and shit like that. Yeah, see, I've had those, those late nights where... Yeah. Because what gets me is, like, the late night, wherever it's, like, okay, Sunday, I got to drive back to Dallas. It's, like, I've got this adrenaline going. Right. Or I did bad, and I just want to get out of this town. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's yeah. just get out of here, man. Yeah, when you do well, you want to hang out a little bit. And yeah. when it, it doesn't go well, you're just, like, can you give me my uh, check? Go. And can, can you, like, meet me outside with my check? <laughs> <laughs> I did a one nighter not too long ago. It's probably been a year or two, but it was so bad. Like I told the guy, and I knew him pretty well. That was booking the room. I was like, "Yeah, I was like, I'm in my car. <laughs> Can you just walk out to the sidewalk and, and give me my money?" And <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. And it was also one of those shows where you walk out and people are like, "Oh, you were great." And I'm like, "Fuck off." I like, think that was great. <laughs> yeah. Like, where were you? <laughs> you know, like I didn't hear you. Oh my gosh. At all. Anyway, um, who were you influenced by starting out? Like, why did you at 17? That's pretty ballsy at 17 to uh, to do stand up. What what made you want to do it? I was just always into like performing and stuff. I was like, I remember at that age, I started finding out like kind of what funny was. Yeah. And I, I did this little like 
talent show-esque thing on stage, and I did the Austin Powers dance at school. Yeah. And it killed. Yeah. And that was the first time. That probably was the best I've ever killed in my career. Really? It's destruction, <laughs> bro. Yeah. Arlington, Lamar High School, man. It was insane. Yeah. Where I killed it. And then I remember like kind of like having this funny rep around school. Uh-huh. And then I started uh, playing guitar, and um, I would just come up with funny songs and play them. And uh, yeah. the Starbucks by my house had an open mic. And uh, I remember when I was like 16, I would go down there and just do like parody songs and yeah. shit. And I was just kind of like, I was like, uh, all right, this makes sense for me. Yeah. Stand up. It makes sense for a guy like me. I remember thinking like, yeah, I could like, this is, uh, this is what I need. Yeah, you know, I need this going out every night. And yeah, performing. Yeah. Also, I had no friends, so I made a bunch of friends too. In yeah. Comedy. Yeah. Well, fuck, man. I I really enjoy uh, watching you. Was there anybody that you um, were influenced by when you started out? Oh, like, like uh, Pablo Francisco. Like, okay. Definitely was big. Yeah. Really, all those Latino dudes, man. Like Pablo Francisco, Carlos Mencia, Freddie Soto. Um, I remember. I just remember, for me, watching it in my room on, like, Comedy Central. just And also, uh, Late Crowd with Colin Quinn was big. Yeah. Like, it was that time when I started. Okay. When it was... I guess there was a lot of stand-up. Like, very... And, like, good, good stand-up. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just really got into it. And uh, the biggest thing for me was, like, I looked at, like... Stand-up is the one... Is, like, one of those few things you can do where it's, like, if you want to... Be a famous baseball player. Chance of you playing with the Yankees are kind of like your favorite Yankees. Kind of slim. It's tough, you know? Right. You want to be a comic and your favorite comic. Mine was Pablo Francisco. I remember, like, within, like, nine months, I was in, uh, I got to do a guest spot for him. And yeah. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. This is, I get to, I saw this guy on TV. Yeah. And I, I still had that, you know, that that mentality where you're like, oh, showbiz, ah, I had that. And I was right. like, I just can't believe this. Like, yeah. Here I am, you know. Yeah. There are very, there are some surreal moments. Yeah. You know? Like, I've worked with uh, HBO Young Comedian Special, this Rodney Dangerfield thing, back in, like, the mid-80s. No way. Yeah. That was when I first... Dude, you've been doing it mid-80s? No, no, no. I didn't mean... I had been doing it back then. I I was like 11 years old the first time I saw it. (laughs) That's funny. I was like, damn. I've been doing it. It'll be in... In January, January 1st will be 20 year, 18 years for a living, and January 11th is 20 years overall that I've been doing it. But, oh, wow. But in the 80s, nice. that's when I saw that HBO Young Comedian special, and since then I've worked with, um, well, I've met Andrew Dice Clay, but I've worked with uh, Emo Phillips, who was on there, and Bob Nelson, and I got stoned with Emo Phillips on a rooftop, and like at this <laughs> rooftop pool. And we were smoking weed, and and I was just telling him how surreal it was. I was like telling him, I was like, I was ten years old when I saw you on that comedy special, and now I'm <laughs> featuring for you in St. Louis at the Funny Bone, actually. Yeah. And now I'm getting high with you on a rooftop. He's like, that's interesting, you know. Like he didn't, <laughs> he didn't <laughs> yeah, give a shit, you know. Care. But to me, I was just like, I can't fucking believe, <laughs> you know, that it's I'm insane, doing that. Insane, man. It's and, like, and now when I go to the comedy and magic club, especially like sitting in that green room and some of the people that sit around that table, you know, like Robert Wool and people like that, I'm just like, fuck. I, used to watch I had these a guys. moment, yeah, with him that I was like, I, I told him straight up, I was like, dude, I didn't like, because you can't believe it. I, like, this yeah, is, he was in I've Animal seen, House. 
Dude, I remember seeing him from a memory of when I was like a little little kid, like yeah. on Batman the original. Yeah. And, like, like when they said Arliss, I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember that HBO yeah. like, back in the day. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, it is insane, man. The people yeah. you get to meet. I saw David Spade last week, and I was like, I used to quote Tommy Boy like, I, me and my buddy could like finish the whole movie like just saying the. It's yeah. So stupid. You know, how you do dumb things like that. You're yeah. You like just. Did you talk to him? Just really quick. Yeah. Just really quick, because I'm always like, ah, I'm gonna let it. Right. Yeah. You don't want to bug people. I mean, I. Every now and again, there's there's people like that though, where you're just like you just Man. have to. You got to say a little. Just I'm just gonna say something just for me. Yeah. Just to be like, hey man, I'm always a big fan, man. Yeah. Or or well, when you see somebody that you know is kind of a big deal, and you're like with if, with a friend or something, and they say hi to you, like like I had a friend here not too long ago, <laughs> and and Bill Burr was here, and he's like, hey man, nice to see you. It's been a while, and he shook my hand, and my friend was like, Dude. oh yes. He was like, you fucking made it, and I'm like, well. <laughs> off that man <laughs> just that story i'm gonna thrive off of yeah it's like yeah dude those are great yeah Moments. so so this business is uh you know as much as i bitch about it sometimes fuck i'm telling jokes for a living you know i've never had a job yeah ever like i hear some of the shit people have to do for their jobs and i'm like that sounds awful no dude like, yes like the, the interview and all that bullshit <laughs> yes my man, my girlfriend is trying to get a job, and it's like hard because I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I'm I like, and you want to like, because she'll be like, well, you just go out and do nothing. <laughs> I know, but I just don't know how it works out. Like, I don't do anything. Like, and I just go up and I tell some jokes and yeah, write some material that works out. But yeah, you gotta get a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. My wife goes to work every day, and, and she has a not totally traditional job either. Like, what's cool, too, is I'll be able to, you know, my kid's being born in six weeks. I'll be able to spend a lot of time with him and influence him, which I don't know That's if that'll cool. be. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. That'll be a dad uh, thing that most dads won't be able to do. Yeah, they don't, get to, they don't get to hang out with their kid all day, and, uh. you know, and if I ever need to do something, I'll just send him to work with her because she... Works with their parents in the you know their office, so pretty sweet. Um, so yeah, there there are things about this business that you just have to be grateful for. Yeah, my brother, he's a locksmith. I used to be a locksmith. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was like my seventeen to eighteen year old job. Yeah. And um, I talked to him, talked to my brother like every day, and just hearing that working man's just like yeah, you don't even know what to say. He's like. Yeah, man, I had to do this call over at Richardson. It's like 108 degrees outside. I'm sweating balls off. I got some brass shavings in my knuckles. And I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I had this audition. It was in, like, Santa Monica. <laughs> You're like, the traffic. The traffic is... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it is. <laughs> There's no, like, uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that sucks, man. Yeah, I might. have written a couple of dick jokes or something. <laughs> My brother works, um, he paints cars, and he's actually just moved to Florida. He's, he's on a bit of a vacation. I mean, he's, he just moved there, but he, he, hasn't, he hasn't started working again yet. But he would work like 90 hours a week painting oh cars. God, dude. And I don't know if I worked 90 hours in the last <laughs> year. You know? So, yeah. Okay. Dude. Okay. Speaking of that, here's one thing I think about is like, okay, post-apocalyptic society or something. They're going around. The government's like... All right, what do you do to keep civilization <laughs> going? Like, 
my brother, he'll be, he's a locksmith. Yeah. Guy is like, yeah, I I know how to paint. Yeah. What do we do, man? Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, even if my brother couldn't paint, he's, he's like got all these different skills, you know. Oh, yeah. I have like no. Yeah. We're worthless. We are, dude. (laughs) But I watch YouTube videos on uh, survival, (laughs) you know, (laughs) just in case the day comes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We'd be, uh, I don't know. We'd be fucked. Donezo. I mean, if it wasn't for, you know, but at the same time, like, you know, not to be arrogant about it, but not that many people can do what we do. So it's like, eh. They can't. And it's like, yeah. And I try to, I try to let my girlfriend know I'm somewhat of a superhero. Yeah. I'm like, hey, come on. It's more rare than being a professional athlete, you know? (laughs) I mean, it really is. And especially to do it well, like. I guess I touched on it earlier, but That's so funny. there's a lot of people that uh, do this that aren't aren't very good at it, <laughs> you know that like yeah. that do it for a living. Um, anyway, I don't want to be all negative and shit. I'm trying not to be. I can get negative. I can, you want to let's name some names? I hate these fools. <laughs> Tell us somebody you hate. Who do I hate? I don't really hate anyone. I used to. I came close to hating a comic one time, but I've never really hated anyone. No one's done. It's really hard to get done too dirty. It's, like, I've never been done dirty where it's like... Where they, like, didn't pay you or something? Or it's like, fuck that guy forever. Yeah. I've kind of always understood. If someone, like... The biggest thing is, like, say you're at a comedy club and you go say what's up to someone they kind of brush you off. It's like... Yeah. I don't know, maybe they were... Maybe they had something on their mind. Maybe they just didn't remember me. Like, yeah. I don't remember people sometimes. So. Yeah. Sometimes I get kind of anxious before shows and, and don't want to... Like last night, there's my but a buddy of mine was up here, and every time he he uh, would go to talk to me, I was like going to check the list, or I was yes. thinking I was getting ready to go up or something, yeah. and I was like, God, he probably thinks I'm a dick because I keep like yeah, like just don't talk to you right now, man. Like, yeah, just yeah. just give me a minute, you know, to figure f- figure out a couple things. But my um, girlfriend hates when I do that shit, because I like, dude, I like if I have something on my mind that I got to do, like I'll start pacing around the house. She'll be like, Why are you pacing? I'm like, This is my method, okay? Yeah, I'm coming up with genius right now. <laughs> That's so stupid. Do you come up with your best stuff like on stage, or do you actually sit down and write it out? Do you ever sit down and write shit? Um, yeah, but it's usually like I'm I'm very uh I'm very formula uh very uh what's that word formulaic formulaic with stand up like my my set I like I'll come up with bits, but I, I'll kind of like it's more about like placement and like uh, yeah. momentum. Like I'll totally try to think of that. Yeah. But I come up with my best bits just talking to my friends on the phone. Like we'll talk about a subject and then yeah, take try to take things from that. Yeah. Sometimes it. sometimes my friends that don't do stand up say things that are hilarious, and I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm gonna figure out how to put that line in my act. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm the same way as far as strategic like. Everything has to have a flow to it, and uh, yes, I'm, yeah. I'm all about segues, which a lot of people aren't these days. But whether you are or not, that's I'm all fine. About but segues, like, but I'm all about. I try to be stupid sometimes too. Whenever it's like, I don't know, stand up's weird because like, yeah, you got to be formulaic, but let them know that you're not too formulaic. I'm right. still a wild guy that can just <laughs> talk about anything, right? Yeah, now, yeah. Well, that's the best thing about the original room at the comedy store is it teaches you how to create uh, t- how to make uh, bits and jokes that you have look like it's just coming off the top of your head like a conversation which mm-hmm. you know is supposed to be how it is I get you know yeah have you always had the the sweet hair 
No. When did that... Have you always seen me? I've always seen you with long hair. Okay. I remember when I was like... uh, When I moved to New York, that's where I grew it out. Because I remember I didn't want to get a haircut because it was expensive. And then to start growing and... I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you make me want to grow my hair out. Like, the way it looks right now is awesome. You're you know what's like... weird, though? It, growing hair out, though, <laughs> there's different stages. Like, you, like you got to wait till it yeah. looks good. Because there's that weird stage where it's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like, like, you hold out another few weeks. Yeah, I recently got it cut, and I was, I was letting it eat again. And then I had to go to Vegas or something. And I was like... I can't do 16 shows with this fucking hair, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what'll they think? You know, it was just one of those deals. I didn't want to be thinking about it, so I cut it off, and now it's been like three months, and I'm like, fuck, I'd be, I'd be almost where I wanted to be right now. <laughs> I fucking yeah. whacked it off like an asshole. Anyway, um, we're going to start wrapping this up. Is there anything you wanted to... Uh, did you want to talk about your hopes and dreams or anything? Um, I can talk about... You know what's crazy? What? Um, you're, do you remember this, dude? This was like, it was like six years ago. I think I told you about it. I did this show with Fox, and uh-uh. it never came out. It was called Us and Them. It had like Michael Ian Black and Jason Ritter and Alexis Liddell. It's a bunch of famous people. Okay. And we did seven episodes. It never came out, but it's coming out now. Nice. Which is nuts, dude. On Crackle. How so. many years ago? Five years. Five okay. or six years ago. Yeah. Okay. And it's sure. on Crackle. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So they're gonna air those uh, eight episodes. So what, what movies did you recently do? I just got off a couple of uh, horror movies and uh, nothing crazy. Yeah. No. That's still that's that's awesome, dude. Airing movies and shit. It's fun, dude. It's like, dude, like acting is like stand up too. Like, is in like the more you do it, the more you get better at it, and the more you take chances and like you yeah. kind of like. Did you take any classes or anything, or did you just start doing it? I worked with an acting coach on uh, some things, and um, that really helped. Uh, that helped. You yeah. Know. Well, I'm gonna... You know who's a great acting coach, man? Carl LeBeau. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I never met him, but I've always heard awesome things about yeah, him. Yeah, I've known him forever. We lived together up here. We were oh, really? And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. I miss this place. We had a house in uh, Studio City. It was freaking dope, dude. Yeah, I bet. Um, but yeah, he's a great acting coach, isn't like he, uh, he knows how to work with comics. Okay. <laughs> Does he still do it? Yeah, but he's in Vegas now. He's doing like oh, a residency out yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. I would just call him up. When I was working on us, or uh, Kevin probably saves the world, I would call him up and be like, hey man, I got a script. Let's figure something out. And like, he's okay. good at like finding those little pieces that'll pop. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I'm getting ready to, to, uh, maybe today actually. If I have time, I've got to pack up and go to St. Louis, and today is my two-year anniversary, and oh, yeah, all kinds of shit. One. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big one. Um, so, um, anyway, it's uh, been great talking to you. We're gonna wrap it up, but um, Damn, what else? Uh, where can people find you and all that stuff? Uh, just my Twitter, Dustin underscore Ibada with a Y Y B A R R A Y B A. Okay, yeah. I think I have it spelled wrong. Ibarra. Yeah. That's like the way I tell it to people who I I assume don't know how to say yeah. it. I'm like, why Barra? Why Barra? So they can find me. Why B-A-R-R-A. Bam. Okay. Dustin, why Barra? That's his, uh, and Twitter, and are you on video? Do you much Facebook shit? Yeah, not as much, though. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tag in all this crap, and you can reshare it. And Sweet. All that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I think we talked about everything I wanted to and uh, some other shit, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, TimGatherComedy.com. Make sure you check out my dates. Um, 
pretty busy in December, January, and February. I've even got some stuff in April of next year. But I'm taking 10 weeks off, and you can follow me on all that stuff on timgathercomedy.com. Check out makingithappen.com. How about little bow making, M-A-C-A-N, ithappen.com. And uh, got anything else to add, Dustin? Bow making, is that like... like uh... Bow making is this little uh, little kid who has uh, a very rare disease. It's oh, so... that's awesome. For a second, I thought you meant like... Uh... Like bow hunting or yeah, something? Yeah, I was yeah. like, interesting. I might sign up for that. <laughs> No, it's uh, it's this little kid who uh, I went to school with his mother, and she then he has it, it, the disease is so rare they named it after his ass. Like wow, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, like there's a lot to to his uh, disease, but uh, I always I always pimp his website, so that's good. Go there and help him, oh, and uh, yeah, follow me on all that crap on my website at Tim Gaither, and and uh, yeah, appreciate you listening. God bless all of you, and take care. Bye.